Blog Talk Radio. And I just don't give a damn. This is what I am. What I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. damn. This is who I am. Who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. damn. This is what I am. What I am. And I just don't give a damn. My G's still pumping, so on the coaster, you know that my Doja kosher game over, soldier, I'm cooling, be on the sofa, you niggas smoking, and I'm the- Of course, unless you're not listening live, this is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast, it is Wednesday, September 18th, 2019, uh, I'm your host, Travis Bryant, and joining me as soon as he can, uh, will be Cameron Hawkins. Uh, but until then, let me go ahead and give out all of the pertinent information, all the ways you can reach out and contact this here show. Now, there are two ways to have your voice heard on this show. First way, give us a call. Get in line, and we will talk to you on this here show. Hit us up on the Constellation Lines at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. Talk to us live. The other way to have your voice heard is to drop us a voicemail. Hit the voicemail line at 415-787-5229. Once again, the voicemail line is 415-787-5229. You've got three unadulterated minutes to uh, rant, rave. We have... uh, Did, we, did, I, did I do that again and skip call? I'm like, wait a second. I remember downloading the voicemail in the last week or so. Um, I'll sort that out. Uh, yeah, so hit the voicemail line. You got three minutes. Questions, comments, you got a rant to end you. Whatever you got, do it there if you can't hit us live. Um, other way, hit us on the email. East Coast. East Coast. Wait. Jeez, I'm sorry. He goes, audio show at gmail.com. Yeah, you, you think I, I hadn't been doing this for almost 10 years. East Coast, audio show at gmail.com. The mailbag is always open, constantly being refreshed. Um, let us know which segment of the show you would like your email read in, VIP or non-VIP. <clears throat> um, yeah, East Coast, audio show at gmail.com. Find the show on Twitter at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. Find my personal Twitter at Travelord. You can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C-E-E, Hawk. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch, East Coast Cast. Or just search East Coast Cast or PWTorch on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, like the page, tag your wrestling buddies in it, tell them to like the page, and spread the word that way. So, without uh, any more further ado, let's go ahead and bring on Cameron Hawkins. Cam, what's going on? What is the deal? Not too much, man. How's everything? How are things? All right. I'm giving my, giving my puppy a massage, you know. He's enjoying it. That uh, I mean, if I was a puppy getting a massage, I mean, that's that's the likely outcome. Enjoyment. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they live for. 
Um, I'm like, I'm processing like he's going to be one in less than a month. It's crazy. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, that actually fit, makes me feel kind of. I would have. It feels longer. Yeah. If you said yeah. two, I'd mean, be like, yeah. mm, wow, yeah, where's the time going? <laughs> I feel like you saw him before I did. I, I like, think I. Not knowing it was. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, like. I don't want to give myself all the credit, but I'll give myself all the credit. I put the whole thing in motion. Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) No, it wouldn't. When Peaches had the litter, and I contemplated very, very shortly, or you know, the idea of getting one of those things, Uh, and you actually, uh, you actually did, Uh, and and I get to. To vicariously, you know, like, oh, yeah, no, I got a puppy. His name's Banner. Yeah. And uh, I, see, I see them grow up from, uh, you know, a litter to a grown boy. <laughs> so, yeah, but, yeah, that's fantastic. Cool. Yeah. Thank you for yeah, having me. But, no, um, well, we're just, you know, we're, we're, we're busy. We're busy building and creating and... Ooh, it's been, been, been kind of fun. Yeah, two shows. Woo, woo's your post? Two shows. One on the horizon. So. Yeah. Save some, save some shows for the rest of them. Right. Yeah. Did the, we did the the live panel last week, and you know, it's 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 a lot, and it's and it's all pretty cool. And then you, um, is it, gosh, is it October, like, or is it November? It's November fourth. November fourth. So yeah, we're a month and a half out from from our newest show. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Shows on shows on shows. <laughs> yeah, man, content out the ass. And y'all better listen. That's all I know. So to the main stuff, we've got we've got a lot of wrestling to talk about. We had a <clears throat> we had pay per view. We had TV fallout from the pay per view. Um couple a title change or two so so let's uh yeah let's jump right into it what is uh what is a story of the week in your opinion what's your thing yeah. you're going to i feel like we should work backwards sure um, you know like like right after our show is um you know the live nxt kind of kicking off this this wednesday night competition as it were between wwe and AEW. Um, you know, we found out Tuesday night as it was a part of this programming change that, um, you know, on the very first Friday night SmackDown on, uh, what is it, October the 4th? Yes. The 6th or the yes, the 4th. Um, yeah, it's going to be Brock Lesnar challenging Kobe Kingston um, for the WWE title. Um, yeah, we, took, we found out the night before that that, um, and actually, I mean, technically it was two nights before, but uh, main event a Hell in a Cell, uh, Seth Rollins and Ray Wyatt for the University title. We're also getting Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks in a Hell in a Cell for the Raw Women's title. Um, so, a lot. And that kind of informs, uh, it kind of informs Night of Champions in that the, uh, all the major titles were retained. Uh, Colton successfully defeated against Randy Orton. Seth Rollins successfully defended against uh, Braun Strowman, and then uh, Becky Lynch beat Sasha Banks by DQ, kind of continuing that feud. So those are kind of the big happenings. Uh, but title changes were uh, 
Dolph and Bobby Roode winning the Raw Tag Team Titles, the Revival mm-hmm. winning the SmackDown Tag Team Titles, then everything else held third. Yep. So we kind of, I think we more or less, you know, thought that that's how things were going to work out. Well, you can't there. forget Mayor, uh, Mayor, Mayor Jacobs' uh, oh. <laughs> 24-7 <laughs> title run. <laughs> yeah, um, which I thought was actually like pretty fun on Raw. Um, they yeah. were at uh, in Knoxville, so they always make University of Tennessee a big deal. Of course, uh, WWE uh, alumni, future Hall of Famer Kane, is the mayor of Knoxville, and so he played a big role in, in Monday Night Raw, both with the uh, antics as the uh, as the mayor with our uh, truth trading the title back and forth. Our truth, um, <laughs> and again, like. If you uh, pay attention to Kevin Owens on social media, you know, the reason that he didn't try to pin Elias for the uh, 24-7 title a few weeks back was that, you know, there's the pressure of always having to defend it. I thought it was pretty cool tongue-in-cheek what he said there. And, um, yeah, R-Truth basically let Kane know that it would be too much responsibility to be 24-7 champion and mayor. And And president. um, in print, in print. Oh, our truth was great. And so, uh, yeah, uh, Kane to not try to or convince Mayor Jacobs to not try and uh, challenge him for the title uh, once more. And then, you know, Mayor Jacobs came out as Kane to save Seth Rollins at the end of the night, only to be um, attacked by Bray Wyatt, which I thought was pretty good execution on the show. So, yeah, it's um, a lot of good wrestling stuff. I, I think um, I thought Night of Champions as a show was pretty mid, but everything after that uh, it was pretty good. I, I would I would agree. <laughs> yeah, because Raw was was uh, was a, was a decent three hours, a good follow up to that uh, <clears throat> MSG sh- the two MSG shows last week, and and the same with SmackDown. It was just good follow up. Oh, what about, you know, two weeks ago, we were assuming there's another disputed finish or some kind of controversy, and Kofi and Randy yeah. are, are headed to hell in the cell. Now we've they got... closed the door on that one pretty firm. Um, yes. Yeah, two nights yeah. two shows in a row. Um, you know, had him, had him beat him straight up on Tuesday, and then leading to the... Uh, leading to the rock. Um you know, I think that particularly because of who we are and who our audience is, coupled with the umbrella that we're under, I think that you and I tend to get a lot of, you know, tweets and emails and calls about Kobe Kingston's title reign specifically. And to me, you know, um, who knows what's going to happen on October the 4th. But I think that when you look at the totality of, of the last five and a half months, you know, if you had to check off a bunch of boxes, um, clean wins against top talent, very treated like the most important thing, you know, um, if you, you know, depending on how you process the Roman Reigns who done it, you know, I thought Kobe Kingston is a very strong champion in the sense that he beats his challengers clean, and even in the instances where they get over on him in a tag team match or in a segment. When it's time to go one on one, he beats them clean, which is which is what you want, you know. Um, it's been done very well, and I think he's absolutely presented as a strong champion. Um, and that him and Brock Lesnar, like we shouldn't look at it just as, oh, it's going to be a squash. Like we should look at it as a, a top tier title match, like we do with Seth Rollins or anybody else. 
Yeah, but it does, uh, you know, I do get that, uh, oh, well, it's been fun. <laughs> I mean, look, this is what happens, though. This is what they are, you know, like, like <laughs> this is what happens with, with title reigns. Like, I, 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 I don't really know what else to say. Like, there's nobody to really compare it to. Like, he's been, I don't think Daniel Bryan was the champion for uh, the same amount of time. You know, like outside of AJ, who carried the thing around forever, and outside of Brock, like Kofi's had a, a especially in 2019, like he's had mm-hmm. a lengthy world title reign. Like I, of course, like in my WWE 2K19, he beats everybody for like <laughs> three years. Right. You know, like <laughs> I'm like Alistair Black, damn, I really like you, but you gotta hold this L. Mustafa Ali, sorry, buddy. Um, and that's been that. But you know, in the real world, like I, I think this is. Would you? I, th- I think this is something we should be, you know, happy about. Of course, we want more, but I, I don't really have a sense of disappointment. I hate that, you know. It's, it's because Brock in some sense, like, potentially, but you know, what can you do? It just, it just, it's like it's Brock stepping in, you know, and that kind of thing. Like, there's oh. no story. There's no nothing besides, well, I'm Brock Lesnar, and you go, well, uh-huh. yeah, he is. It's not. This isn't Brock Lesnar in 2014, but it's still Brock Lesnar, and I guess. So, so that I mean, kind of also, it just puts a little bit. You know, I mean, outside it. of of who? Outside of really, Alistair Black, Kofi's beating everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like which is which is why everybody else is a top tier singles guy. He's beating them all. And I'm not, and and they have two weeks, and they can tell story in that two weeks. But mm-hmm. I, it just, it just seems like if there was a story, like boom, here's this wall. You know, Kofi's been, you know, mowing through opponents, even tough ones, even ones that we thought, uh oh, this could be it. He's got through them, but come on, this is a different kind of. And they have two weeks to do that, but it just. There was no foreshadowing. I don't know. It was just, it just like, oh, there's Lesnar. And, you know, of course, Kofi's going to, you know, he, he, I want Kofi just to cut all the, don't even cut a promo about when I won this belt. I said I was going to, no, 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 just, you damn right. Challenge accepted or whatever. But, you know. You yeah, wanted that to be a bit tighter, I guess. It just don't need to go through a damn monologue when the guy asks, hey, I challenge you on this date. You gotta, you know, go through this thing where you're reminding everybody what you said. Like, we know you're fighting champion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you're, you you are right in, in that this has been a very fun, a very credible, uh, very, uh, I'm not sure successful would because what's everybody has different uh, parameters of what, what what that means. There's some talk about how he's you know one of the worst champions, and it's like, well, you know, when Roman Reigns is also one of the worst champions, then I'm sure he'll be pretty good company. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like again, like I, you know, it, this is. 
if, if we're talking one of the worst champions in terms of like gates or something like that, like that's you know that's an across the board thing. Like say that about whoever has a title or whoever is the yeah. point of the show. Like, it's it's just it's tough it's just to, what to going say on, that right? use that specific criteria and yeah, in one, not, it, it definitely it, it, you can't dismiss it. It for sure means, but to dismiss what Kofi and New Day do bring financially and monetary. Like, he wouldn't be there. He wouldn't be there. Certainly wouldn't be there for six, seven months if he wasn't, uh, if it wasn't worth their while. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, and, and you know, probably, like, the, the thing I want to talk about that's right up there with the other thing, like, you know, we, we've been talking about it kind of since its inception, starting with Firefly Funhouse stuff. Like, I'm not the biggest proponent of like this particular iteration of what Bray Wyatt is, but I'll absolutely like admit to the fact that it's working and it's way over and people are super into it. And mm-hmm. um and the visuals that came out of it, like shout out to um Kimber Laskin is the uh is the Twitter account of the, of the photographer. She's she's stellar and some of those uh pictures she caught of Seth and Bray at Night of Champions. Just uh, the visuals from this thing are amazing, and yeah. like they've, and I think I even tweeted out, you know, like in in 2019, where kayfabe is, is like dead, we have more access to wrestling talent and actual people, like that they, 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 we even from the companies, <laughs> from the companies that produce the talent. And, and exactly, platform it's platform account. I'm watching Ride Along with uh, with Ivar and you know the, the Viking yeah. Warriors, and they're just talking and regular and talking about pooping on themselves in the ring. I'm like, you know, oh, yeah, great. Yeah, like with all that, like as far as how, especially people younger than us are absorbing this stuff, and what people are saying about their kids being frightened, even like not being able to like process the visual like this is working and I think it's going to be great I think Hell in a Cell is is the perfect like for, for us for years who talk about how dumb it is that there's a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view and so you have to manufacture feeling and emotion and, and grudges and same thing for like a TLC like this is the perfect act uh, who has the perfect motivations and uh, you know mean streak and, and deviant nature for this environment? Like, it works this time around, um, and so I think you know coupled with how good I think Bray is, how good I know Seth is. Like I think that's a really cool main event, especially from a visual standpoint. Like it's something that I'm willing to cut my Sunday short to watch, and I don't say that about everybody. I don't even I don't even know if it has to be in the hell of a cell. I think, I, I think it will I think it will be, but I don't think on a show with uh, with uh, Becky uh, Becky Sasha in in a cell, and I, I guess it's just the two Bray and Seth and Becky and. Yeah, I, I don't know if, if whatever happens between Kofi and Brock, I don't know if they run it back like that soon. Um, right. the hell it's like, in three weeks. Yeah, that's in two. 
Two weeks. Yeah, I was gonna say it'd be like weeks later, weeks later. It's not a go home. That might be the go home show for Hell in a Cell. Yeah. That Fox debut. So there might not be a WWE title match at Hell in a Cell. Regardless who's champion, Brock or Cody. Um, so, so I guess, I guess in their mind, like, well, no, you kind of do have to then do Seth and Bray inside. Yeah, you wonder if um, you wonder about revival and uh, New Day. You wonder about revival and New Day, um, and especially like, I don't know, do do you run a Club against Sid Alexander and the Viking Raiders in a Hell in a Cell? Um, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. It stops at the. Yeah. I thought they only do three, but but I, I'm fine with two. I, I definitely support two. Um. But yeah, yeah. I think those are two really good matches, and then you know Sasha and Becky, like that's going to be brutal. Um, and you've seen Sasha, you know, thrive in that environment, so I think that's going to be good. Yeah, being reminded, seeing those highlights, seeing her climb inside the cell, you know, inside the cell but outside the ring, climbing the uh, inside of the cell and turning around and hitting that damn knee on, on Charlotte. Yes. Like, Whoa. Thank you, WWE, yeah. for that reminder. But... They were, they, they had a a summer joy. <laughs> yeah, man. So, all right, let's talk to somebody. Let's talk to some people. Oh, uh, really quick, really quick. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, little side story. Let's talk about WWE Shop real quick, if you want okay. to get that out in the world. So, uh, right before the NXT premiere um, being tonight, yesterday, WWE Shop snuck out a bunch of new designs. Um, particularly for the NXT brand. Just about everybody on NXT, um, a decent portion of NXT UK now have merchandise, and most of it is a solid 4 out of 10. Like, uh, Velveteen's merch looks really good. Um, okay. The Street Profits merch, they kind of went with the pen and pixel design, but it's very, like, very uninspired. Um <clears throat> You know, when I say pen and pixel, uh, for those who don't know, I'm talking about No Limit albums. I'm talking about Cash Money albums from late '90s, early 2000s. You yeah. know, diamonds and gold and shine, and the way that the the people are superimposed on this stuff. It's like that, but it's like they kind of went halfway with it. But like, where? Like that was came, already um, like uh, you know, kind of. Like yeah, you should be able to make like, that great in 2019. Like, those guys, yeah. Yeah. Those guys are able to do point, that in 1997. Yeah. When you look at the, um, and I think I posted it, the uh, the Big Bear album where Big Bear is on the cover with four other bears sitting at the table eating fruit, and, like, two of them are in robes and another one smoking a cigar. And then the Youngster album where his mom is pouring a bowl of his own cereal that's actually diamonds. Like, when you do the pit and pixel, you have to go, it's supposed to be, like, almost comedic and gaudy. Like, like 
it's supposed to match the music, I guess. And so to me, there was a way to do the Street Profits. And and this is, you know, again, like, you know, a kid born in 85 who also has a penchant for graphic design. I looked at the damn thing and I was like, yo, this is what, and it wasn't just me. Like this seemed to be people with my sensibilities were kind of like, okay, like they get it, but they didn't really go for it. Um, So again, that Velveteen stuff looks really good. Everything else was me. They gave Kona Reeves and Vanessa Bourne two of the laziest designs I've ever seen in any type of wrestling. Racism with Tweet Face being a Templar is pretty on brand. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They, they did an all right job with that one. But, but, I mean, that didn't even look good. You know, like, it's just it's just her name with an A on it. We've never heard her referred to being, like, an A player or an A star. Like, nothing. Like, it just exists. Um, yeah, so they put out a bunch of big, and it, it was just uh, from, from a from a stand, from an audience who wants to spend money, particularly with the NXT brand, um, to feel involved and organic, and to build with a show that's taking that next leap. WWE did not do a good job of making you want to support that brand outside of, and actually, no, Matt Riddle stuff looked good too. So the people at the very top. Um, hmm. so stuff. They don't have like new stuff. It's the stuff that they've been doing, and they they take good care of them. So the very top of that card, they made their stuff look good. Everybody else, they were like, "Here, nigga, here you go." This I'm not got. wearing a Velveteen shirt, but that's me. It's you to wear the Velveteen shirt. I think you have to be in Velveteen cosplay, or. Not even not even that far. You definitely have to have like some purple and black Jordans and some fucking. You have to have you'd have to go all the way with it. You can't just have one like yeah. fucking black Adidas and some jeans. You're not wearing that you're not wearing faded Levi's and uh, <laughs> and and shacks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you gotta you gotta put you gotta put a get up together. To have that going, yeah. So, uh, but but it, but again, like, not even is it good, is it bad? The effort is there on the Velveteen stuff. The effort is there on even on the street products. Like again, like I, I think aesthetically, they didn't take it far enough. But you can see what they you were know, going for. They're doing things. Yeah. <laughs> Are you looking at my tweet now? I was trying to find if you got them all. Hours and hours apart. <laughs> yeah. Young. Yeah. Okay. Was like, yeah. Look at Youngster's mom pouring him young O's outside yeah, of the mansion young, that they don't really have. Uh huh. Yeah. I was the picture of the mansion that they don't have. <laughs> yeah. The, the big bear thing is ridiculous. Um. And, but then, like, even Silk the Shocker, like, it was the charges to the game where he was on his own credit card. Like, we know that not to be accurate, but you, you go that far. But yeah, it they tried. I can see the effort. Huh? Is it? Do you think it's because? Well, Dawkins isn't. Dawkins isn't exactly some young. He's not. Yeah, some youngster in that sense. But he, but he wasn't. Well, I, was, I think you can yeah. show that to somebody. Like, like, think about how I'm describing it. I think I could show somebody. The uh, like a no limit album cover, going for. 
you know, and they make exactly what they made for the street profits because, like, they don't understand that what made cash money work was they were talking about things that they had that they didn't have that they had to rent, and then the money came, and then they got the thing. Like, you have to. I think it takes a certain cultural involvement to look at that and understand why it's appealing, and not just oh, the letters are superimposed. You know, like. It's who you hire to do stuff that that, that affects stuff like this. And I don't know. What the <laughs> and, then, and, and then you yeah. come with the, I'm sorry, but then you come with the, or before, but you came with the, the remix, or you came back with the, uh, they should have put my gender thing on it. Yeah, on and even that, like, it, which is literally my first, like, render of any type. That's mm-hmm. the first one I ever made. And oh, good. Like, I can... Like, I look at it, and I can see the flaws in it. Like, I know what doesn't work there, but you see how I put him on a palatial estate, and I put a a lion in the the yard, and the Singh brothers outside of a white sports car, Mm -hmm. and uh, out there dancing in the driveway, baby elephants. And then oh, wait, no, you see great you see great Kali in the window. Kali in the window, not Yeah. Like that's the you, you when you do that you go all the way. Like that's the aesthetic. That's the point. Like to make a street I mean you'd have to cut him in, but like I would definitely have like the ghost of Booker T in the background. I know Booker T's not there, <laughs> but because I know how Montez Ford has a relationship with Booker T. Like, I've heard the story. You know what I mean? Like, there's... You do things like that. But, you know, it's, it's a learning experience. Like, they're sure going to sell, which I think is great. I just hope that, you know, the people in charge understand what they have. And they have and, to go from there. And now I'm just scrolling. And why do you think Sean Spears has... has better merch than 85% of the because, NXT. Because I mean, it's because of the last five minutes of I'm what we've been I'm not saying about. that's a good design. Okay. Because they but, yeah. But you're saying it's still, still old. If you, like, you know, you and I have, like, been doing this thing in some capacity for years and years and years, and we've had, mm-hmm. I, and I say we, me specifically, you've yeah. seen when technical stuff doesn't work on my end because it was shoddy or I didn't know what I was doing but you couldn't say like I wasn't working at it you know what I mean like the, the effort was clearly there mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't just like here buddy. like it's knowing the tools that they have at their disposal my man uh, my man Christian uh, from uh, from Wrestlesplania did like a great video of, of like an idea of how it was made <laughs> it's just it's him talking to himself back and forth. There's two different characters. Like, hey, you got those NXT merch designs? And he's like, oh, yeah, that was good. And then it's like him, like, just putting Undisputed Era spelled wrong in, like, a, a, a big Times New Roman font and then putting a circle on it. <laughs> it was just it was hilarious because, like, you, you guys have the best computers and the most time to design and access to all the people, you get input directly from the acts, and Vanessa Bourne is a DB. <laughs> I mean, has, but do you put time into a Vanessa Bourne? Okay, fair. 
but but do you only put time into Dream, SP, Undisputed Era, and everybody else is by the wayside? No. Like but nobody else saying, really looks good. No, but I'll okay. do I, like, I didn't like Gargano's shirt. I didn't think that was good. Like, and then the UK stuff. It, it's also very uninspired. Like, uh, who, who are your girls? Uh, uh, Piper and... Uh, oh, oh, Reyna and Rhea. Their initials are C and D, right? Reyna Gonzalez, RG, and Rhea Ripley's are... Oh no! Okay, so so there's there's some act like is a tag team act, and I hate that I forget their names, but uh-huh. their initials are C and D. I think they're in NXT UK, and okay. their shirts look don't look like much separately, but together they make like a cool like C and D logo. But you have to get both shirts, and it, it and, kind of and have someone out. wear the other shirt. <laughs> exactly, you singular person have both shirts. Both shirts, okay, you can lay them out on your bed, and it looks cool, but you still got to wear one or the other. (laughs) But theirs looks like, Rare Ripley's looks like that NXT shirt that's not the one with the skull. That's like the We Are NXT. Like, it's all, like, it's weird biker motif, like, which fits Rare Ripley, but doesn't, like, really have any, like, bearing on what NXT is. Um, Yeah, just... I'm assuming that Strong and Dream is the main event of the first hour. You gotta be. There's, there's no way you don't put that on USA, right? Like, biggest right. audience ever. Played. The entire point of doing the whole thing. Yeah. Like, maybe the, the... I don't know. Maybe that and the women's four-way are both hour one. Um, it's going to be interesting seeing that with actual commercial breaks. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Um, but but yeah, I'm, yeah I'm real commercial breaks, not in-house stuff, selling you network stuff, or 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 just your localized, you know, whatever Sonic or whatever food thing or singular product. Yeah, in, got really sidetracked with this T-shirt stuff. So so yeah, if you wanna, don't really hold the callers. Either. No, that was. I mean, that that's. Look, they're going live in a matter of hours. And this the, a big part of now being a third brand. You can't <clears throat> separate that. I remember, I, I don't know if it was you and Isaiah talking about it, but somebody's like, are they a third brand? I'm not sure if y'all got into NXT. But, or are they still a developmental? Uh, it might have been one of you know, <laughs> dozens of podcasts I listen to. Um, but I think they're both. They are both. They're obviously Clearly, both they are doing both things right out note. They're you know positioned and marketed as the future, and or I'm sorry, Corey Graves, the now, uh, and and they are a separate brand with their own identity. Also, is WWE just tacitly saying they're bullshit? Their main roster stuff is bullshit, or or, or is maybe yeah, I guess tacitly is the right word. Are they because their NXT commercials are like. No BS. Like, yeah. Well, where no, are they I getting the BS from? Oh, okay. They sent that advertisement out right after they advertised a gender reveal for a cuckold relationship hosted by the Street Profits. 
So, so they're right. Yeah. Uh, and quick trans, uh, mm-hmm. my man Graham from uh, Public Enemies podcast. It's Chelsea Green and Deanna Parasa who are the C and D shirts. Oh, okay. Hmm. I haven't seen any of their matches. They haven't made TV yet. I've seen, I've seen, uh, I've seen both of them on. Uh, well, see yeah, you seen Deanna Parasa on regular NXT. No, I've seen her as singular and always as enhanced. No, and also just nothing, never to put her over as anything special. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I've ever seen her win. Um, but that's obviously going to change soon. Yeah, with the with the with the, with the cool shirts. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, let's uh, let's see who we got on the phone lines and talk to some people. Send us up on the constellation line three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. Phone lines are. Open. So, get at us. Let's uh, start things off with, uh, I, I assume, Craig. Over what up? This is indeed me. How are you guys doing? Doing all right, Craig. Uh, I assume um, the lineup for tonight was released earlier. Like the parts that will be on the USA and the parts that will be on uh, the network, because oh, I heard it? something about it earlier. Uh, yeah, someone on some podcast said it. I I don't remember okay. what what it was. I don't think it was Wade, but was like, was it the obvious? Our dream and and is that the main event? Or I'm sorry, yeah, Hour that's one? gonna that's the one I heard definitely. It's gonna be on the that's gonna be on USA. And I think, hour one, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, and I and I assume uh, like because I think they they pointed a couple things out on either Paul or SmackDown that uh, we're gonna have this going on and this thing going on. I assume those will be on the USA show also because they they promoted them on the USA. And then well, I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, and any any reveals will probably be on USA, I'd, I'd assume. But you, um, you, back to you, your. You, uh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, just hold, hold hold that thought. Do you you weren't watching it back yet, Craig? But do you remember in '05, Cam, the consternation? Maybe it was just a dirt sheet thing, but that, was USA going to? Oh, I'm sorry, was Spike TV? Going to allow WWE to promote that they were leaving oh, go back to USA the next week, yeah. and it was just all this talk about how they could sneak it in. I remember Wade like they bring out I saw Jim Duggan just to, to get a chant of USA going. with the liability, like, hey, you know, that's the gimmick. What do you want us to do? Uh, but nowadays it's um, it's so different than it even in tw- in '05. But back in like if you think about like Letterman and Leno or Carson and like how those guys interviewed people with sitcoms and dramas and daytime shows on their networks, 
you might be wondering all this cross cross pollination of of uh, you know people going on you know Jimmy Fallon having the Modern Family people on to promote you know their new season. That's just not how it was done 15 years ago, let alone 30 years ago. So it's just you know 2019 to get to see that kind of thing. Uh, but Craig, you uh, you were saying, my friend. Uh, the the you guys were talking about the uh, t-shirts, and mm-hmm. I was back in uh, I forget when I went to Royal Oak. Uh, NXT runs out of Royal Oak for their house shows when they come up here. Royal Oak is like by Detroit, but like it's it's not so far up Detroit that you're driving more than sixty miles an hour on I seventy five. And Am I still on? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I just got like just a lack of a uh, sound. Um, it, it's not so far up, you know. It, it's a little bit far up, farther up Detroit. But um, I bought like some NXT. Uh, they had it was when the Street Profits was doing the 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 cups. They had NXT cups. I they were black at the time, and. I bought like four of them and gave three of them out. Now they're doing these red ones in the thing, but they don't say NXT on them. I still got mine in my trophy case, but I gave a couple of them away. But uh, to your point, Cam, like the shirts, I'm not going in. I'm not going to go up to Royal Oak, Michigan, and wear a shirt that says, I want all the smoke or whatever the fuck that shirt is. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a different kind of twenty four seven title. Huh? <laughs> you know, and yeah. that's worse than having a twenty four seven title. Yeah, that's that's that Austin like three sixteen big championship T-shirt in church levels of like, oh, this is what we're doing. Okay, right. yeah, and, and also back to back to what you were talking about with uh, making your shirts with. Uh, how you designed your shirts and stuff like that. Like, I talked to you about the one you got for South Congress with a free peanut and how I thought it was going to, like, I don't like the big sticker shirt, but the way it, the way it came out, it looked, it looked really nice. And I like that shirt. So I think just to, you got to get the right designer. It's, it's, I don't know who the hell is doing their shirt. Yeah, and I mean, even with that one, Fred, like, that that was, um, you know, he had a picture, but it's still, okay, how do we make this blend into a black shirt to where it doesn't look cheap? Like, there, there was still thought into that, you know what I mean? Damn, like, if they'd have got Chuck on, on, the, and on the project, they'd be, units would be flying off the shelves already, and people wouldn't be, <laughs> we wouldn't be sitting over here scoring and you know, two thirds of the stuff they put out, a, you know, a day or mm-hmm. so ago. Huh. So yeah. yeah, it is all about the designer, and they probably just didn't put any effort oh. into it. And and part of me understands, what, understands like, well, you got to have something, and oh. them going, okay, who are the can't miss people? All right, they go to Dave and Sandra. You know, like that's their they go to the primo team. And everybody else 
where everybody else got to come up with everybody else. Yeah, there's three-person team coming up with everything. I don't know. I'm just saying they just don't get all the attention, any attention. And I, I kind of, half of me thinks that's okay. Who's this dark hair man? We want to know your audience. You gotta know your audience if, if, if you gotta know your audience if, like I can see if you have like one shirt that you know one person has to wear and the other person that's a good couple that shirt fine get that for those couples like you could have that as an option but like if I'm a, a dude if I'm a, a fucking uh, forty year old white dude going up to Detroit I'm not wearing one that says I want all the smoke and I'm not gonna get one of these like you know. I know a couple of people that have the Alexa Bliss, like, you know, um, with the, you know, they have the weird cartoon character on the front and like that. It's like, I mean, fine, you're going to get those people, but you're not, I mean, that's not going to, not going to get it, you know, I don't want to say globally, but not going to get it with, uh, no, like a universal I, kind of audience. I got to push back, Craig. WWE's whole thing is they aren't a niche. They are mainstream pro wrestling, so they have to have something for everybody kind of thing. So they're going to make stuff corny shit for Dungeons and Dragons looking shit, you know, not necessarily exactly, just thinking like, you know, they're going to have their they're going to, everybody's going to, I don't, I don't know how, an eloquent way of uh, right. trying to make a point. Let, let me ask you this, Trevor. So since, since you're thinking about it, let me ask, yourself. can I ask I want to ask you, when's the last time they designed something that was for everybody? Was it Austin no, 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 no. 316? Oh, right. Was it the skull? What, or, or, you know, what is the last one you can think of? Because even the well, shield didn't mean, resonate. I don't mean one thing for everybody. I mean, they make so many th- different things to bring everybody in. That's what I meant. Like, I, I'm not saying this they have one thing that just appeals. That's impossible. That's impossible. Um, but they have I mean, Alexa Bliss. They have this. They have that. They got that street proper shit that some people are going to buy. I ain't buying that shit. I wouldn't wear it. You wouldn't wear it. But we wouldn't wear it, me and you, Craig, for different reasons. I don't, I'm not wearing it. Right. I'm not, that's, not that's wearing it because I think it's my first universal. Goes, that's oh, what I'm talking about. Yeah. But, but somebody's going to buy it, and that to them, it's worth making a couple thousand because somebody somewhere is going to like the street profit so much that they're going to buy that corny ass shirt, or they're going to be like, hey, that I can see that if resonates with me. I can see that if you're pro wrestling tees and you have something for everybody, and they print it on pretty much on demand. But you but can't see like that for the multi-billion-dollar company that can fucking. Buy a million T-shirts and get like the most discounted price. Why wouldn't they? Why? Right, but, they have the resources. but they can do so much better. They they have the resources to do so much better. That's what I'm trying. Right, to say. but they're not going to spread their resources so thin for fucking Vanessa Bourne and goddamn uh, uh, racist McTree face Aaliyah. They're not going to do that. Even they're going to go, hey, who's the can't miss guy? Give them to the primo designers that we know are going to take their time and work with them. Everybody else gets fucking the B team, and it's a three-person team that got to fucking serve 80 fucking wrestlers. 
And let me ask you this. And I'm not even sure if they're wrong. Which one is more popular, NXT or AEW right now? Right now. NXT or AEW. Popular? Uh, More popular. What's the masses? Man, it's I, NXT. I don't want to say NXT. It's got to be. Just because it's of, NXT. You know, and why yeah. aren't NXT shirts flying off the shelves like the AEW shirts are? NXT is so much more popular, I think. It's not even a question, I think. Uh-huh. I, I love AEW, and I love what they're trying to do, but I love NXT way more. Sure. I'm right there with you. Because AEW fans will... It's Oh, okay. It's like gun owners. Like, there are 300 million guns. Like, there's a gun for every person. But 6% of the population owns all those guns. <laughs> so... AEW's like fans got fucking 12 shirts. I know a guy named fucking Mike in Cincinnati who's been to every AEW show. He gets a new shirt or three. I, I, thought, you, I thought you were going to say gun, all the gun shows. I'm like, come on, Mike. <laughs> no. I almost met you. It was going to be fun. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so so uh, that's, that's their fan base. Their fan base is is. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. The fan, no. You're, no. I. I also disagree with that. I also disagree with that premise, Trap. That you're. Oh. That you're thinking that AEW has a. Uh, like this really like um, kind of kind of like a uh, when you buy that Aju like base, and then you have to pour it in with some water and make your Aju sauce. Uh, concentrate. That's what it's called. Uh-huh. They also um, do it with the, juice, the orange juice. Yeah. No. I don't think I don't think it's like that. I don't think it's concentrated. I think because you can see because they sold out they've sold out of all their shows. They've right. put out all their tickets and they've sold out all their shows. So it's not oh, yeah, I mean these, so these people, people are going like to me every, aren't gonna go to all these fucking shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have yeah, a no, no, no. Sure, for sure. But they certainly for the for the big weekend Doodads and the Starcast and the, uh, you know. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but I and I and I don't even think that's that's a. I mean, I know Rich goes to everything because he can, but I like, I I can't. I don't have weekends off. I work friggin' at a grocery store. Shit, weekends. Um, they like yeah, Thursday to Sunday, bitch. <laughs> Give us half your fucking oh, week. Oh. Yeah, 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 no that. And also, it's like you're you're gonna oh what I got I get to see the Undertaker and Bret Hart and Sid Justice and I get to see all these guys. I saw Taz do a show. I'm good. You know, Starcast is gonna run its course because there's only so many quote unquote legends that you can have do quote unquote shows. I'm I'm just being up. I don't mean I don't want to be mean, but I mean that's what it is. It's like I've I've heard I I already heard you say all that shit on a podcast with Chris Jericho. What the hell do I have to go and pay sixty dollars for, or fly to Vegas for, or fly to Chicago for? I, I you know. Anyway, I'm I'm sorry I've got way off track here. I I had I had a couple succinct points. I wanted to get to them really quick because I know you guys got the show to get to. 
Um, South Congress was awesome. The Liars. I got a story for you, Cam, sometime in the future. Uh-oh. And, yeah. And uh, the what's going on with the post show with, with uh, uh, East Coast Cast? With what do you mean? Is, are you guys like gonna do it after the AEW oh, slash? Going forward, I think they, they record this shit in the middle of the night anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't want to send in an email about the you know whatever happens on NXT tonight, and then they're not gonna get to it because they're recording it during the NXT show or AEW, whatever. You know, I'm just. Like I don't know what what you guys have figured out because apparently you guys are keeping this really close to the fucking vest, dude. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure what your what kind of announcement or whatever you're. Nothing is going to change. Like send me your email, and I don't understand. Just use well, your common no, sense about think... like what. Uh, I, I don't. Yeah, are you gonna Are I... you gonna start recording the? Are you going to, so you're going to start recording after the show's end? Yes, I I guess. Most, just. um, I'm glad you put so much thought into it, Trash. I mean, what the fuck? I want to record my goddamn show, and it's something, not much to think about on my end. I mean,. I just wanted to know because it's like I, if I like send it, no, no, no. Here's what you as a listener and, is need to know that on Thursday the show is going to get uploaded as as it always does, and you'll have content. Okay. As, as it's been for the, um, the decade. <laughs> and I just have two more really quick fucking points, and I'm yeah. I'm trying to be quick because the first no, part good. of this was not supposed to be about t-shirts. Um. Uh, I loved your Corbin take, and Jay White is my Corbin, is my Corbin for, like, it's the same thing I think about Corbin for you. I think Jay White is awesome because he's such a good heel, and I think he's going to make the best baby face. Jay White, not Baron Corbin, and I want to know if you think that Baron Corbin has any kind of baby face in it. Eventually, sure, but it's like, is that eventually uh, 18 months down the line or, you know, four years down the line? And I'm on the four years, probably, it'll, it'll, I think it's going to be a while. It's like what everybody, said, what everybody said about the Miz. They said Miz could never be a babyface. Miz can be a babyface, but can he be a successful babyface? He's been a good babyface, but not a, like a successful Babyface. Nobody's yeah. clamoring for him to to to, to see yeah, to say a guy can't be something like it, fans like we all watch pro wrestling. We know what happens, how how organically things change, and how people's perceptions change of of wrestlers for for good and, and bad. So to sit here and be like Van Corbin can never be a good babyface. Well, I, I, I'd only be going against, you know, decades of, of history where that's been 
and Wade, Wade also shouted you out on the Roy, Raw Smack or the yeah the Roy the Raw SmackDown or the Roy. Oh, fuck. Jeez, I know. Words are getting I know. Uh, no. No. Uh, Wade also shouted, shouted you out on the raw raw post about your yeah. tweet. I don't know if you heard the thing, and it was no. it was really funny. He's like, he he said, "Don't at him though. Don't at him. Don't at him, Cam. Now, Cam, Cam, what do you, what do you think about the prospect of?" Of Baron Corbin. I mean, I've said it since since Access of last year. Like, yeah, he'd be a great. He's a very charismatic guy. Um, comes across as like, a guy. The the way that they say Roman comes across backstage, that's how Corbin came across to me at Access. Like, yeah, I think he'd be he'll be very good at that when when the time comes. Um, just like a cool guy who, who seems really down to earth. And uh, yeah, I mean it's it's gonna take like like imagine if uh, if Lars Sullivan came back and is running through everybody, and Corbin's the one that's had enough, and Corbin hitting the damn end of days on Lars Sullivan, uh, and taking off from there, be amazing. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, and don't and, underestimate and also, don't underestimate the, the, the women taking to him. I think that could be the the indicator. Like I, I told y'all about the the dead ass girls when they were talking, like you know what they wanted to do to him. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't dis I won't uh, discount yeah, that part. Yeah, the women the women women love Roman Reigns. You know, right? People like the normal people hate him. Like oh, that's too the, sure. I don't want to say normal. I want to say no, fucking yeah, yeah. regular ass. Mm. I, I I love the Corbin take though. I I do, because I love that you're such a good. You're so charismatic that you can make me love you as a bad guy. Like I love that. That's why I love Jay White. It's like I fucking hate you, Jay White. Just I I I want you to lose everything and and he you know when he wins I'm pissed but I'm like damn it I gotta give him props and if he up if he goes good guy he'll probably be my favorite good guy uh last thing I'm sorry yeah. to go so long uh draft the draft the uh NXT starting soon um I wasn't around during Smackdown the invention of Smackdown was SmackDown at the time, because if you guys were around at the time, being wrestling, yeah, we did you guys consider it an even split between Raw and SmackDown? And well, was, oh, I'm sorry. did you consider it an even split to the way that, that Raw, SmackDown, and NXT could be an even three-team split, and NXT can become an official third brand? And I will let you go on that. Thank you. Thanks, thanks, Craig. Well, in 1999, it absolutely was. And it wasn't a split. That's the thing. In 99, it was just another show of this awesome shit that we had been getting for the last, uh-huh. you know, two years at that point in a lot of aspects. So, 
uh, it was just more of the same, but in a very, very positive way. Um, it's it's the O2 draft that you want to first, that's where you want to ask that question. And and that draft certainly was an even split. I mean, you got Rock on one side. You get Rock and you get Austin. on the other, yeah. And really, and then you go down the line, it was, it was, it was that it was that ghost. It was the opening of uh, of one uh, Ray Klein track. One for you, one for me. One for you, one, you know. But you don't try to screw the guy and go one two for me. You just keep going. One for you, one for me. One for you, one for me. A B or A A A or however it works out. And until we run out of people. And the only advantage somebody might have have is well, if we have all a uh, uh, odd number and someone has an extra roster member. But for for the most part, that O2 draft was as as split as you can get, and as uh, you know, defining like SmackDown was its own show. You know, they had that you know bullshit rivalry between Steph and Bischoff, but it worked. Um, Chill out, buddy. So yeah, that, that's where you want to ask, not the '99 uh, uh, SmackDown one. So thanks, Greg. Appreciate you as always. Let's uh, let me go ahead and read this email we got from Jabron out in Vegas. Uh, Jabron chimes in. Uh, What's up, fellas? Two questions for y'all this week. WWE can't help themselves. Bray Wyatt just redebuted, and now it's looking like he's going is about to get a title shot. Shoot, title shot. Uh, he has to win the title, right, at Hell in a Cell. Otherwise, all of this would have been for nothing. Now, I'm just going off what I've seen on TV, and every time he does, every time he does either the Funhouse or shows up and the crowd goes crazy, I don't see the point in rushing it. Uh, I feel like keep this going and have him win the Rumble, and then have him win the title at Mania. What do you think about that? Uh, well, your first part is yes. Uh, obviously, he's getting the title shot, and I don't think he can do all this for nothing. Like, I don't think he can have him lose to Seth uh, at Hell in a Cell. Like, Bray Wyatt has to be the WWE, the Universal Champion, and then you, yeah. you, you know, you do weird stuff with Bray and the, the Funhouse, and who's it? Is the Fiend the champion? Is Bray Wyatt the champion? That'll be interesting. Like, is he the first Funhouse after he's champion if he does win? Um, and I, I think it's just you have to find ways to make that title important and unique and stand above everything. And when it's somebody that you're presenting in a way unlike anybody else, um, I, I think that helps. And I think that, you know, Undertaker had the title a whole bunch of times, and it, it really did drive storylines like who can stop this force. Um, and, and so I think that it's going to be really good for a babyface or a number of babyfaces, um, especially if you know if it's a story that the people in charge. And I think people in charge because who knows how much you know Paul Heyman has, who knows how much Paul Vincent Man has. Um, if it's, it seems to be something they're very much invested in as far as him as a character. So I'm interested from a storytelling standpoint what happens when this guy is your champion. Like, absolutely. It, it, it's going to 
either way, well, not either way, but him as champion, it's, it's they obviously have something with the Funhouse stuff, and him as champion just adds adds to what that could what that could be. That would be the that's the most important uh, interesting part uh, of him being champion or potential being champion. All right, let me, uh... Oh, what about uh, rushing it, and is it too soon, and what about him winning the Rumble so, and I mean, Mania? I mean, of course, it's a, it's a re-debut, but you don't... Um, and, and this is not me targeting this toward Jabron, because it's a very common uh, talking point as far as, as far as Bray goes. And... Uh, Like basically, you know, his record doesn't go away because he's redebuting. Like he's still a former WWE champion and multi-time tag team champion, and you know, Ace John Cena and WrestleMania and all those things. Like all those things are still real, you know. So, um, like yeah, he's angry why he was winning all those matches and was WWE champion at WrestleMania. So. Like, I think he's still very much in contention for a title. Um, but I, I do think that he needs to win this. Him being the one to challenge, uh, you know, the winner of a pay-per-view at another pay-per-view before the pay-per-view is over, I think speaks – and how much TV time he's getting. Like, I think he does need to win. I'm not going to say it's all for nothing if he, if he doesn't, but the only way I could see him – winning and still having the same edge is if he just massacres Seth and chooses to walk away from the match or something like that. He, yeah. Uh, that would leave, leave you with a bit of a lame duck champion. <laughs> but, sure. sure yeah. Yeah, have, could you imagine if they did, uh, you know, a, a take off, uh, a take on, you know, Foley, Mankind, <laughs> Do Love coming out of WrestleMania, oh, or coming oh. at, the, at the Rumble, and you got Bray Wyatt in this damn <laughs> Mr. Rogers sweater come out. Hey, everybody waving and shit. Mm-hmm. Hi, hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and he wrestles and he does spots and he's, and he's eliminated. And, and then a few, few count, countdowns later, uh, the fiend comes out and wins the thing. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was, yeah, just to have other wrestlers pissed off, like, wait a goddamn second. Can I go back and put some fucking clown makeup on my face and come back out after <laughs> after I get eliminated? Who gave him two spots? It does kind of bring up some logical, or some logicals, but still. That would be uh, interesting, to say the least. Chabron <clears throat> um, continues. I wanted y'all thought, y'all's thoughts on the new Joker movie that's coming out in a few weeks. I want to see it. However, is there any backstory on this movie? I don't read comics, so I'm trying to find out a little more on the movie. From what I've seen, uh, it looks like it could be a good movie. Um, well, it's for uh, you. Um, it, it's designed specifically for you, Jabron. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, like that, isn't the idea that there is no backstory or some shit? Not that there's no backstory, yeah, but there's no like. I mean, it was really like we don't want to refer to the comics at all. Please don't even bring them on set. Um, yeah, so I mean, you know, backstory. I think it tells a lot in its story. You know, how many how many bad days does it take to break somebody, and what do they find when they get there? Um, and it's Joaquin Phoenix chewing up scenery, which I think is exactly what you want from basically, you know, any movie. Um, an actor that talented, you know, playing that big of a part. Um, you know, I have personal thoughts on it. I, I think it's a very interesting time to glorify that type of character. Um, you know, just, just with the uh temperament and temperature and kind of pulse of society, but um yeah, I, I think if you saw a movie like Falling Down with Michael Douglas and you enjoyed that, this is going to be something of a similar vein that, that you'll appreciate. Uh, what was the one with uh, Taxi Driver? People were uh, also... Maybe on that. P.S. So the answer for SmackDown Live is to bring Brock over and to have him take the title and go away for months at a time. I really hope that doesn't happen. Well? <laughs> well? I think that shit yeah. might actually be what happens. I mean, just... Oh, interesting. This will be the first time Brock wrestles on free TV since 2004. Yeah. Which is crazy, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, yeah, Gibran, I'm I'm kind of there with you. I'm not the biggest Brock Lesnar fan. I think uh, anybody that's, um, I don't hate the guy by any stretch, but <clears throat> just I understand what he brings. I just think there is a uh, a jump off point with certain talents because of you know what they demand financially and what you have to do for them. Uh, why are there rounds? And <laughs> watching NXT UK in the background. I guess this is from last week, or or no, this is from earlier today. And Cassius is facing the uh, announce, not the announcer, but the assistant guy again, who's got real ring gear this time. And there are three minute rounds and corner men that bring you water and a towel and a bucket to spit in. British something rules. I missed the right. out here. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, sorry, Gibran. I think you're just gonna have to get used to Brock Lesnar as your uh as your uh, as your new universe or I'm sorry, as your new WWE champion. So All right, moving. I told you if they let Kobe yeah. kick his face off and beat him clean, I'm giving up girls lighter than me. That's a wrap. <laughs> Wait, we talking complexion or uh, uh, size? I mean, come on. Let's, you know, I'm not giving up girls who weigh less than me. What are you stupid? Uh, um, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a running joke around uh, certain parts. What are you talking about no. <laughs> three, three point stances and all. Um, all right, let's uh, keep it moving. Who we got on? Uh, on Decky. 
Let's uh, head up to Brooklyn and talk to Mike. Uh, Mike, what's happening? What up? What's going on, my bros? How y'all doing? I know NXT about to start soon, so I ain't going to be too, too long tonight. Try to do a condensed version. I'm quite sure y'all, because I came on late, y'all got into the whole rock coffee thing. I mean, it's, a bit. it's clear if you would. Huh? No, I'm saying a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's clear if you would. What, is, what it look like it's fucking headed for again? Another Brock Roman. Encounter. Oh shit! It would be so very interesting to just run that that far ahead. And then just say, that'd be crazy. Like, and you, they've and they've done a pretty good job, like rehabbing Roman. Like they, they absolutely have. But boy, to go to that so soon, um, regardless of what happens with Kofi, like man, they gotta. Boy, you gotta keep those guys apart as, as long as you can, to the point where, like. It might be already time to draft Roman back to Raw. <laughs> like seriously, like I, you. I mean, I would say that I, I don't. I wouldn't even do it again, but I see it happening by Mania time again. Would that be Brock I mean, Roman no. or at a major like, uh, I, uh, thing? Right. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. As soon as I saw him come, I felt like. Um, the Fonz and Waterboy. As soon as I seen them come out last night, I said I knew where this this was headed, and it's not even on Kofi. You know what I mean? Because he's doing what he does. It's you know it's, it's political Fox shit. They wanted to be a quote unquote sports orientated fair. Who's the biggest quote unquote real? You know what I mean? Realest dude y'all got on the, the roster? Him. So. You know what I mean? I look at it from that viewpoint. I feel like it's more of a fight. But if he ain't there, what the fuck? What you got? If he, there, if he there once a month, that's one ahead of his, you know, that's more than he's been the last, you know, two years, certainly. Right. And that's still, if I'm oh. USA, or I'm sorry, if I'm Fox. Is that enough? <clears throat> Is that you just want that guy there once a once a month? Right. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah, that sucks. It sucks. Like it sucks. I mean, we'll see. Hopefully, I mean, fingers crossed. Kofi could, you know, do it, but I don't see it going that way. I mean, as far as the break thing, they have to put the title on him. He's the hottest thing in the promotion right now. Merchandise, everything. He's hot. He's on fire. And if, like, to me, everybody, like, who's the face? Who's the face? I McIntyre, it's time to go full throttle with D McIntyre. He's been on TV now for about a good, what, maybe a month or so now. Yeah, you know, have him come back. Yeah. Have him come back fully charged and just kicking everybody down. He can cut the promo. He got the, you know what I mean? Put him on the road, you know. On the road to Mania, like. So do you, and I know you draft, they say you draft like, Roman? You draft Roman to Raw, and then you draft uh, McIntyre to SmackDown to be babyface Lesnar's most consistent, you know, challenger. Yeah, you know, that, that will also work. Yeah, that will also work. But I think because I mean, if you put him on Raw and he's a babyface, he's still going up against. 
not good physically in the ring as an opponent, but he's still going up against Roman Reigns. Is the you know so if the idea is to get Roman away from Brock, well you got to get to me you got to get Drew away from Roman. So you have Roman, or you have Drew go to SmackDown and be number one of, of one of the main opponents for for Brock over the next year. I think Roman Shit, you might even have Brock. Because, you might even save that for WrestleMania. Fuck Brock and Roman. Yeah. They might understand like just as much that. as we do. People don't want to see that. But if you go, if you, if, if you have a successful Drew McIntyre babyface, uh, babyface thing, and you can you can you can you can go Brock Drew at WrestleMania for Drew t- chasing that title. I mean, I could definitely see that too, Trav, but the way I see it as well is is, is also a Fox thing that I think SmackDown, going, they're going to go with more of the bigger name, you know, centric, like Chaps. So I think mm-hmm. Roman stays over there. And I think, you know, you know, with Roy, with Heyman, like, you, it's a lot, you know, Heyman can do, you know, with Bray and, and, and Drew, you know, to get them, like, if that's, you know, that's if, if they're gonna put the, the the rocket on Drew, and that's what you had with Bray and Drew as your Raw Mania main event. You know, the Raw Mania main event. If, if you had it in that direction, like that would be some good TV. Like to see how Paul Heyman would build that and build on Drew McIntyre. Like to me, instead of Roman, instead of Roman in that role, to me. You get KO back on court and put him in that role against Brock. I would like to see that as well. And properly taken care and properly handled. That would be good too. Roman versus, I mean, Brock versus KO. That would be something good. Yeah. Did, do, do, I, do, do we get that in some form once? Or did I, like, was that a fever dream? Is that just some kind of weird thing I saw on the no, I think like it was like a rundown that Brock did, and he attacked him or some shit, and then he um like gave him a couple of other Germans. I don't recall a, a full match for those guys. Okay, yeah, yeah, it feels like I'm trying to make it happen, but it feels really amazing. Yeah, I I, I never seen the full match with those guys. And also, I like how they just. I, I also like how they just tilt the whole fucking just, just tag team shit with one guy. And then you look at being the elite and all this other shit and see how they got their tag team division bracket. What do you mean? They, they are definitely starting off the, the right way. Um, I don't understand. They are. As far as that tournament, like that they are starting off the right way. Absolutely. But, but, but Mike, what did you mean they're... I don't remember the first thing you said. No, I said how they how, yeah. how um they just killed the whole fucking both sides. Yeah, with one guy. Ow. They made them look like chumps. They made them look like chumps. They, they WWE made them look like chumps. Both tag teams. The revival uh, is Ziggler and Rude. They made them look like chumps. 
and they made their champion look like a fucking Chuck soon. He, now he turned to Andy Barkley. Now you scared of Chucky? You sitting, you sniveling up in the corner, scared, holding your title over your head? Like, come on, man. Come on, man. This is the dude. This is this is the best in the world. This is the dude we supposed to believe. Like, come on, man. Are you serious? I, I, I looked at that. I said, "This is this is the most sissiest shit I ever seen." So, you know what I mean? In about fucking uh thirty something years of watching wrestling, like you gotta be shitting. So you mean to tell me you just fought Braun Strowman last night, but you scared it? Like, come on, man. Come on, man. This company does not know how to present a fucking baby face for nothing. Like it is, it is terrible. How do you go from you know what I mean from Bruno to the to, to Backlund, the Hulk, to you know what I mean the Austin, to not knowing how to fucking build up a baby face? Like I said, you gotta be shitting me. Like who's to believe this shit? This grown ass man sniveling up in the corner, at check shivering and shaking like he's dead. Like I'm like the first thing that came to mind was Andy Barkley. I'm like, are you serious? That's so funny. Yeah, I, I was just is. watching uh, Curse of Chucky like two days ago. <laughs> oh, right. Andy, it's like, bro, oh, Andy. Jesus. It's like, it's like, really? So it's like, you ain't even trying to take a swipe at him. Yeah, he's just like, um, if, he don't, if he not losing, if he wins, like, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if it's self-sabotage or what. I mean, I'm kind of fucking mad at how, you know, at, at, at what I'm hearing that Vince purposely trying to bury Cedric. Like, it's just like it's just a fucked yes. up game. It's like... I don't know how to really interpret that conversation, but I don't know, like, you let you let Cedric, like, have a moment with all the top guys and have a beer with Austin and beat AJ on Raw. But then you have AJ, you know, dismiss him pretty quickly at the pay per view. To me, on that's not even like a burial. Show. It's just like on a pre show. Yeah, he disrespected AJ by putting him on a pre show too. Yeah, you can be mad that at was, that, but like, like, like if you, like, if the burial part doesn't hold up. It's like, well, if he's gonna, if you're gonna bury a guy, you want to bury him in the that where the most amount of people can see him. Look bad. Nobody's watching. Bullies don't beat you up. Yeah. Bullies don't beat you up at your house. They beat you up in the hallway or in, in the lunchroom right after school. Right. You know. Like, yeah. Right. I, this is what happened. I'm nine, ten years old, and we're in West Philly, and we're and me and my dad were going to the gas station probably get cigarettes or something for him. And these kids, high school age kids, three of them, three boys, and there's one other boy. And they're talking shit, and da, 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 da. and the one kid who's getting harassed by the three is is really cool and calm and collected, and and the, and the three go, yeah, well, don't let me see you. What you know, like you know, it's gonna, you know, we're gonna get you in school tomorrow or whatever next time in school, and the, and the, the single guy, the one guy goes, yeah, you know, like whatever, <clears throat> and my dad tells me like. Those are some bitch ass motherfuckers. Like they're gonna wait to get them in school. It's three of them and one of him right here, right now. Ain't nobody around to stop them, and they still 
you're going to say, and he's like pointing that out. Like, do you see how they're acting? That's how you can tell they're bitch made, basically. Like, all three of them wouldn't do shit to this one guy. They're going to wait till school until it's a controlled environment and someone will break it up. <laughs> so, it's, I think it's a little bit akin to that. Yeah, man. I, just, yeah. I mean, I thought this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the show was cool. I thought it was alright, but I, you know, I mean, certain shit I could just, you know, I could just do without. And I'm gonna leave y'all with, um, with this because I know y'all gotta move on. So, mm-hmm. how do y'all feel about, um, you know, the, um, the exclusive? Can they withstand with the exclusivity, you know, on each roster? And you know, you and Cam, real quick, give me, who, who, give me who you think will be your top three or both friends. That's it for the next one. Oh, uh, yeah, thanks, Mike. I think the top three are on each brand is pretty obvious. And with Raw and SmackDown, it don't matter what we say tonight. That's going to change, most likely, uh, uh, come October 11th or whenever they do it, and 14th when they do the draft. So I'll hold off on Raw and SmackDown, me personally. But I think it's all the title holders. I mean, it's Velveteen, it's Adam Cole, and and uh, who would you who would you put in in that third spot? Would you put Shayna there? There to the, the, the three, just 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 go with the title holders. Yeah, those I think, are the I think, three so. top. I think uh, that, um, yeah, and, and as much as I like, I'm a fan of everybody in the Undisputed Era, like all of them. Um, but I think that you know if. Let's say Undisputed Era stays together uh, through. Uh, let's say they stay together through the end of the year. That would be potentially them headlining three war games in a row. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, guys can do other things. You know, that that can. So yeah, that that's what I'd say. Um, I, I think that the the biggest beneficiary um, of NXT going to TV is Velveteen Dream. Like, for everybody who was so concerned with, you know, what would happen to him in a Vince McMahon ecosystem, this is good. Um, you know, until NXT does really well and exceeds expectations, and they look at why, and they're like, oh, it's Velveteen, and then mm-hmm. up on SmackDown. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, even if we talk main roster, I think that Becky and Charlotte will be on different shows. Um, and to me, like those are the two women who they have the most value in. Um, you know, Charlotte by design, Becky by force of will. Um, and that, which isn't a knock to either of them, but I think, yeah, Becky on Raw, Charlotte on SmackDown. Um, and then, you know, I, I do think they keep Roman and Seth on different shows. And then, I mean, really? I don't know the trajectory of a, um, you know, of SmackDown exactly what they're going for, but do you run the risk of moving Kofi to Raw and maybe having an E on SmackDown? Like, you, you do that. Is this the time where you get a hard New Day split to get the mm. most out of Kofi as a single day? I don't, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're pretty sure Brock Brock is going to be the SmackDown guy, and I'd, I'd probably say Seth is 
the unbelievable thing on Raw. Um, so the third. I don't know. Ryan Roman, Roman goes back over there. I don't think Seth is working out as much as. Yeah, they, and, and I think. Like, yeah, I, I think that those two are kept apart, though. So I'd say that my top five are uh, Becky, Charlotte, Brock, Roman, Seth, um, with Kofi right there in that mix. Um, and so those are going to be like the quote-unquote top picks. But I think that the key thing, I think, I think Roman and Seth stay apart, and I think that Becky and Charlotte stay apart. All right. All right. Well, on that note, um, I guess we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap this show up. Uh, I see Darrell jumped on, but I guess he didn't get the programming alert uh, earlier today. So, and it um, might be, I mean, you know, I know we're still in the lab with it, but, you know, as people are listening, as people are going to go back to listen to this, you know, it's probably a good time to start hitting in people's minds, like with these two shows being live, with us wanting to talk about them probably write about them going forward definitely live tweet get the most interaction we can you're probably looking at this show ending closer to the start times of these live shows at least you know for a while you hear that Craig since we keep everything so close to the best yeah I tweeted that out earlier because it's a conversation that we that we had and more or less had the same idea on but yeah Guys, we want to be in the action just like you are, so, you know, kind of expect to, to get your calls in a bit earlier, um, and hopefully, because these shows are good, we get more calls and more emails about what's going on. So, yeah. All right, so that uh, wraps this here show up. Um, Rich and I will be by later for uh, some uh, Maybe there will probably be... Uh, Sure, there will be NXT reaction on that show. So uh, if you're VIP, click over and listen to that show. If you're not VIP, well, uh, the ride ends here. So either go VIP or we'll be by next week uh, and you'll hear our reaction then. Hey, there's a selling point for getting out of here earlier, like pushing people to go VIP. So, hey, um, yeah. So, yeah, so thanks, everybody, for emailing and calling, and thanks, Cam, for, uh, for your co-hosting time, and appreciate everybody, and, uh, yeah, we'll get on you all next time. That's Cam. I'm Trav. We out.